Good afternoon, Patriots. I'd just like to let you know that as of now, our military is going to be mightier and greater because it how has to report its carbon output, its carbon footprint every year. So do the defense contractors. We'll talk about all that in a minute. But it's just an exciting day for things like that, knowing that somehow when you make bombs that aren't carbon intensive, it's going to make the planet a better place. <laughs> just be proud of your government. Be proud of the world and be proud of every stupid retard out there that believes in climate change. I'll tell you right now. Patriots, I'm going to tell you there's only one answer I have to this that comes to mind. Two things, actually. The first one is stock up on food, baby. Patriots, if you haven't heard, we're heading into the worst diesel fuel shortage in 70 years. And that's a big problem. Because if truckers can't get enough fuel, grocery stores could go empty. You need to stock up now on emergency food. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com and grab a special offer from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. You'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit with a wide variety of breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories a day for strength and energy. My Patriot Supply wants to help American families more by charging less. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. Order enough to get your family through the difficult times ahead. At least one kit per person in your home. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab all the four-week kits you need. MyPatriotSupply.com Patriots, food is security, both mentally and spiritually. And the time to prepare is now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Check it out. You don't want to be caught short, especially when they start trying to feed you more bugs. Eat the bugs. It's coming. Class uh, class 8 truck orders posted respectable 33,000 units in November, but they fell for a second consecutive month and after record bookings of September. Supply chain issues, growing backlogs, and a slowing economy are likely to prevent big monthly orders to return soon. Less trucks means what? Oh, I think that means less food on the shelves. But don't worry, because you can always rent a car. And that's the part that makes every, should make everybody feel real comfortable and why you should rent a car from Hertz. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Hertz was just asked to pay $168 million after falsely accusing customers of theft, which led to jailings. Rental car company Hertz has agreed to pay $168 million to settle multiple lawsuits in the U.S. stemming from false robbery charges against some of its customers, which led to several imprisonments. I'm sure that makes it all better. Don't worry. We're Hertz. We're just going to pay our fee, and you still went to jail, and you still have it on your record, by the way. Yeah, it's on your record. That's okay. Don't worry. It's just a rental car. According to Cus, and it's just a robbery charge. I think that's a, probably a felony. According to the customers, they were pulled over, arrested at one at gunpoint, thrown in prison, and charged with stealing Hertz vehicles. The plaintiffs claim Hertz, Hertz filed charges after employees simply lost track of the rental cars. And in some cases, reported them overdue despite some of the cars being returned to, to car depots. 
How many of those employees were vaxxed? That's always my first question. The company, which includes brands like Dollar and Thrifty Rental car, Rental Services, then falsely pressed charges. It didn't just stop with the employees. They went on. They took they took it a step further. Like, if you're going to really jump into the pit of sewer, then do it all the way. Then falsely pressed charges for non-payment against innocent customers, accusing them of theft. Hertz was also accused of failing to withdraw the false reports made to police. Of course, Hearst files around 3,365 police reports annually accusing customers of theft. However, it's not known how many have been improperly filed. You can expect a lot, that's for sure. So if you want to rent a car, you might want to think twice about Hertz. That's all I'm going to say. Probably a good idea. And then, like I said, the great news for today is that the U.S. military faces strained budgets, which we're going to talk about after the prayer. Growing threats, climate will be a costly new priority in national defense. This is a tweet by Gwendolyn Johnson. The People's Liberation Army must be dumbfounded by its good luck. (laughs) I think that's true. A little-noticed rule-making proposed by the Department of Defense Oh, by the Department of Defense, that's even better. NSA and General Services Administration last month would require federal contractors to disclose and reduce their CO2 emissions as well as climate financial risks. The rule would cover 5,766 contractors that have received at least $7.5 million from the feds in the prior year, but it manages to exclude nonprofit research institutions, state and local governments, and universities. There you go, folks. We're a better and safer nation all because of it, because your new your supercarriers are now going to be driven by batteries. Patriots, all I can say is let's pray. Father, we come to you today once again in a very happy state of mind, knowing that this Babylonian matrix is collapsing. And so as we sit back and we watch this and we revel in the joy and the glory of Jesus, we're actually very thankful for the time in which we live to be so clear in sight to avoid the pitfalls and to, to avoid the neurotic games that are being waged against the public. Father, we are truly blessed with all that you've given us, and we are truly blessed to be in this time in which we are witness to one of the greatest transformations in humanity. What we do pray for, Father, is the hearts that are still darkened and walking without you. These are people that are in need of truth. And sadly, everything about our system, everything that we're taught, our science, our religion, our pulpits, they're based so much on lies. A misunderstanding of what you are, a misunderstanding of what this world has become. And they perpetuate a weakness in our faith, which is allowing a Luciferian order to seize control. We pray for this nation. We pray for this world. We pray for believers all over to stand boldly in this hour, to rise up, to lift up the darkness on their heart or the hesitation, to cast away any fear, to see truly with clear eyes into this storm and realize that so much of this storm is created by the enemy to create deception and confusion and to lead us astray off of the narrow path. 
There is also a prayer today for the need for us to stand strong. There's so much of a desire, Father, for people to be satiated, to find a quick resolve to a problem that has literally taken thousands of years to evolve. This is instant satiation idea that somehow, just like driving through McDonald's in a drive-thru, that we're going to solve everything with a special order of our Big Mac and fries. We pray that this sort of short-term thinking will be cast aside because it leaves such vulnerability to the father from the father of lies. The father of lies is taking advantage of the fools that literally can't understand that patience and your timing are all that matter. That whatever this, whatever that day and time is, we do not know. What we do know is our obligation in this walk, Father, to be great disciples of you, great disciples of Jesus, great disciples of the word. So we pray that people will dig deeply into the word, that they will look deeply into the word and let the word resonate deep within their hearts, to listen to your wisdom as you guide us, to seek that true intimate relationship with the living, breathing God, and to create a powerful relationship in such a way that we can walk boldly in this world and be seen as true followers of Christ by the light of Jesus that moves through us. Father, in this time, we pray for healing, to be able to heal the sick, the power of the kingdom to flow through us, the power of Jesus to flow through us, to literally heal the sick, and to do so with a loving and forgiving heart, to engage the youth, to engage the elderly, to engage people in general, to heal their hearts, to heal them from the wounds of this time, and to give them hope through the love of Jesus. And may we stand boldly in that place to know that we can overcome anything with your love, Father. So, Father, we also pray for just that pursuit and success in finding that deep and intimate relationship with you. That amazing space where you give us and flow through us the wisdom that only you can provide. That understanding of the greater sense of everything going on, that calm that comes in the midst of that, that righteousness that builds up through that, the clarity of understanding those key words of forgiving heart, loving heart, and justice. The ability to look at this world, not with anxiety or fear, but to look at this world with reverence of all that is happening all that is shifting, to not have to carry the pains and burdens of this world, but to pass it to you and know that you're there to comfort us like any amazing and beautiful Father. And Jesus, we just pray that people can seek you in a way perhaps never sought before, to have that personal living relationship with you, to have a conversation with you, to literally experience the resurrected Jesus, not the one pinned on the cross. Father, we're blessed by all that is given. We're blessed by the words that come through Scripture and the words that resonate in our hearts that open up deeper understanding of this world around us. We understand so clearly there's so much more to this world than we can possibly imagine. And so we pray for minds to be opened, to be receptive to all that you provide so that we can see this world not with expectations but rather with the willingness to accept the beauty, the glory, the magnificence of what you'll bring us. 
to take a deep breath in, to sit quietly in the moment, to appreciate the magnificence of the now and not sit anxiously for the morrow that we have no idea what it will look like or how it will transfold. So, Father, we pray for that calm within the heart and the soul. We pray for that moment to sit quietly within you and within the body of Christ, to absorb, to witness, to see, to hear, and to just take in these moments for the gift and glory that they are. As trying as things may be, as much as there is chaos and, quite frankly, horrors in this world, may we also respect the amazing moment that we're in, the gift that you're giving us to witness something that no one has witnessed before, the true revealing of the depth of this evil, and to trust in you for the delivery of justice, be it through our hands or be it through yours. Guide us in this hour, Father. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It is a need of all of us at times to sit quiet, in my opinion. We tend to have a very noisy world. We tend to have very noisy thoughts and very noisy minds. And it's difficult to hear the wisdom of Father God when we're sitting that way because we're talking over all the time. It's a very important point in this moment in our our walk as well, like I said, to take a step back, observe. This is just like any tactical movement. You're in the middle of a war. You're not always dialed up in the intensity of the edge. Go on a patrol, you'll be a point where you take a knee, take a sip of water, and observe your surroundings just to watch and observe. Take in what's there. And sometimes it's you see amazing things. And that's what we have to do here too. Because the constant burning of fire, of anxieties, whatever form they take, ends up wearing us down deeply. That doesn't take away from the insanity that's going around us, of course, because it's a zoo. And it's a constant zoo of everybody trying to keep us confused. You know, as we're sitting here right now, and we are in a significant crisis in our country, a crisis where we have another 450,000 home buyers are now underwater. And this is, it has to do with early delinquencies. And this is, this is an unbelievable situation. And so to reassure you, Congress has passed an $858 billion defense policy bill. But they want you to know that you're now a safe, you're safer for it. Even though you don't have a house or you may not be able to afford food or you can't put gas in your tank, you don't have a job or you're suffering from addiction and there's no support for you or you've been raped and there's no support for you and the churches are telling you that it's a good thing because you need to endure these things. These are tests God's given you. All this nonsense. Media is telling you that it's your fault. Criminals don't exist. And schools are mind raping the children every day. That's okay in this world we're in because the House has passed an 858 defense bill and $858 billion defense bill. And you are now going to be kept safe. And that was passed by everybody. 350 congressmen to 80. 
So they're all excited about the kickbacks they're going to get from the military industrial complex. This is wonderful. And while we're doing that, like I said, we have a new green requirement in the Pentagon. And because that's the most important thing to fight, not child sex trafficking, not rebuilding the economy, not stopping the border influx. No, not drugs. No, not the mRNA shot that's killing 4,000 people a week. No, not that because the Pentagon's getting a kickback on that because it shares the patent, but it still needs $858 billion in a defense policy bill, even though it can't find $1.3 trillion in its recent audit, it needs more to make you safe because that's what we do here. We make everybody safe and feel warm and fuzzy. But here's the best part is that the Army is addressing the greatest threat because of the Army's fitness test is now being revamped for gender-neutral and job-specific standards. I mean, look, if you're gender neutral, you may not be able to do those push-ups or do that mile run. So just feel safe, patriots, because this is where we are. As China meets with Saudi Arabia to cement deals, including Huawei, and to make sure that the Saudis don't accept dollars only anymore, the death of the dollar is on the horizon, and it's coming fast. But again, our military is there to help because the Pentagon is still working on getting an idea of just how common extremist activity and activity and in, uh, affiliate, affiliate, affiliations are among service members. Now, they say that it's not a big issue, but it's still an issue. So we have to really dig in because obviously this has everything to do with white extremism, white racism, and all the other glories that go along with that insanity. This is, this is literally the world we live in, and it's, it's not getting any better, just so you know. And the only way we're going to get through this is to stay true to in our faith because this world is going to continue to collapse, and we, it has to. And so really what you are seeing right now more than anything is you're seeing agencies trying to protect themselves. Everybody is scrambling to protect their, themselves. Now, I think in the final piece today, I think you've heard that you've got the prisoner exchange today, which was a whopping great success for the Biden administration. They swapped Griner, the, uh, the man playing a woman on for NBA, for the merchant of death. And that deal was all because we had to protect a transgender of course, while we left a Marine in custody over there. Yep, nothing to say there. But the uh, that Marine, by the way, is Paul Whelan, who's still in prison in Russia for whatever he did. But here's the best part that most people are missing, is that Saudi Arabia just reduced its oil output and gave the benefit to the Russians. So this brokered deal, which was brokered by the Saudis. It was brokered by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam. Did an amazing job of keeping the eyes off of the Saudis' reduction in oil production so the Biden administration wouldn't look bad. Patriots, if you think for a second that this isn't one big psyop on the entire country, that all these people in government are literally 
working against us, you're not paying attention. Every agency is trying to save itself. Every politician is trying to save itself. They're doing whatever they think they can do to keep the people in chattel. They understand what we are. They understand what we need to do. And they are trying to keep people distracted while they strip away our rights, while they try to disarm us. There's a new disarming 2AA initiative built within the NDAA that's coming out. They're doing everything they can. And they're going to continue to press this way because they are the criminals and we're not calling them out. We're not holding them accountable. And they're running amok. Everybody in the Department of Defense, in the, in the government, in your state government, the only place you have some control is local. But they're all criminals. And you have to understand that they are not going to, you cannot turn to your military anymore with hopes that they're going to save you because they won't. They're too deeply corrupted and bought into this military industrial complex and the perpetual war model. And right now, the next perpetual war that they have been seeding, and they've been doing this since I was working there back in 2012 all the way to 2016, in those eras, they were really seeding that the next war is going to be on the home front because it's going to come from white extremists, and they're getting ready. So buckle up because the government is desperate. The dollar is collapsing. They are being exposed for what they are. The handlers within all of these agencies that ultimately are trafficking kids don't want you to know. They're panicked that people might discover it, and they're going to do everything they can to divide you, to attack you, and to collectively brand all of us as a terrorist. The, the way through this, defy, 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 and keep mighty and strong within the relationship of Christ our Savior. Patriots, I have Brighty on TV today at 2 p.m., so I hope to see you there. That's 2 p.m. Pacific. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you at Brighton at 2, or I'll see you tonight at Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit 
have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 